this is Allie. It's AJ. And welcome to Not That AA. This is our 20th episode. And I know we haven't recorded a podcast in probably at least six months. So um, hope everyone had a happy holidays and happy new year. That's a while ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But today we're going to be talking about the games that we have been playing and um, what we liked, what we didn't like. Um, first on the docket is Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, God. Which, <laughs> as you can tell from AJ's reaction, he was not a huge fan of it. I wasn't either, quite honestly. Um, and I've played Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, but I didn't really play any of the intermediate uh, like DS games and stuff, which is where I'm assuming some of the lore came from. So... Um, we're going to try not to give away too many spoilers, but I think that spoilers are going to be inevitable. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> I think uh, we're mainly going to talk about, you know, gameplay, I think, right? Gameplay and story, maybe. Yeah, I mean, there's... Go for it. <laughs> as someone who's only played parts of Kingdom Hearts 1 and kind of i even watch youtube videos before we started playing to try to catch up on the lore it's, yeah it's so hard to follow those videos are like 40 minutes long and even if you were paying attention you still have no idea what's going on it does get confusing because a lot of the characters um have multiple names um because they have a form their normal form and then their heartless form or nobody form so they all look the same to me the only person that i actually cared about was the guy his name was axel and his other name is lee and the only reason i liked him was because i called him hot kirishima mm. kirishima uh Eijiro kirishima by the way is from my hero academia so he's the one that's in love with bakugo <laughs> and the guy has, with the red hair yes right. The guy with the red hair is spiking. He's so cute. And there's a cuter version. Like, think an adult version of Kirishima. Mm. That's what Axel is, I think. With a sweet black coat. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I didn't really relate to any of the characters in the game at all. (laughs) I mean, I played it mainly because I'm a huge Disney fan. And it certainly delivers on certain nostalgia factors yes for disney yes but i would say the presence of the disney characters are not as crucial to the story as i would have liked this is true i feel like um it focused a lot on the non-disney aspects of the story i don't know if that was because of a you know proprietary or financial type of arrangement but um also, one of the criticisms of this game, and it's a criticism that I have as well, um, is that there isn't as much classic Disney elements Mm-mm. to it. Um, I think this would be a game, if you have youngish kids, maybe kids under the age of 13, maybe, mm-hmm. who really love Tangled and grew up with Frozen and... Um, Pirates of the Caribbean, I think they would enjoy this game or enjoy watching you play it. Um, But I know some of the more classic Disney fans like us kind of wish that there was maybe more in terms of the old school Disney stuff. Like in the first game, they had, you know, Alice in Wonderland, Sleeping Beauty and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. they delved into that lore. Um, So it would have been nice to see. I don't know. I don't know what. What other um, 
when did we eat? I'm really surprised we didn't see a Dumbo level. Mm. Because the uh, live action remake of Dumbo is coming out. I don't this, think that has month. anything to do with what Square Enix is planning, though. Well, so but you know, Disney what? had a plan in it. Probably. So I would think that there would be some sort of cross promotion. Yeah. I mean, it's not surprising that there was a Frozen level. Um, and, you know, <laughs> I know there's like just a cult following of us, but I really would have loved to see an Emperor's New Groove level. Yeah. I love Emperor's New Groove. I love Yzma. I love Kronk. And I know there's like a pocket of people on the internet that agrees with me. Yeah. Like they absolutely love that movie. It's amazing. So, um, what I found is that I found the voice acting was a little flat. I feel like there wasn't that much life, especially with Sora. It seemed kind of robotic. Donald and Goofy were great. They're so cute. Mm -hmm. And um, Mickey as well. So you definitely get that vibe, that classic Disney vibe from those three. But um, I remember Sora being like more lovable in the first game. Like, what do you mm -hmm. think from the first game to the third game? What did you think of Sora? I feel like there's not a whole lot of character development going on in the third one. I think it's because they did the character development in all of the the intermediate ones. Yeah, I mean... like, like this is what happens when you wait so long to make a sequel and you have all these little sidetracked storylines that yeah, you're trying to tie up yeah. all together. And so that's why there were so many videos on YouTube trying to catch you up with the lore. And like yeah. I said before, they're all like 40 minutes long. And I honestly tried to follow them. I sat down with you and we watched it and I tried to keep track of it. I kept, I, they had me for about 20, 25 minutes. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got lost within the first five. Yeah, I stopped <laughs> paying attention. But I was like really trying because there's so many, there's, you know, Organization 13, but then it goes away and it's not really Organization 13. And mm -hmm. now there's a new Organization 13. And it's just, why bother? Why bother? But one thing, I remember that one thing that I was pissing vinegar about was the 100 Acre Wood level, the Winnie the Pooh level. I love Winnie the Pooh. There's so much potential in Winnie the Pooh. It's mm -hmm. something that everyone knows. Everyone is familiar with yep. it. And literally that level was like playing Bejeweled. That's exactly what it was, except with vegetables. And so it was really disappointing. It was like a little mobile game. I mean, to me, there was no reason, there wasn't any sort of boss or anything. There was no reason to have that segue. I mean, it was just filler. I feel like most of the game is a giant filler, but... That's true. Like, like this is the only time I played a game where I'm like, okay, I'm playing it only because I want to beat it, not because I'm actually enjoying myself. Yeah, I think we went into it super optimistic because it's like, oh, Kingdom Hearts, Disney, you know, and we had liked the first game. And I remember playing through the second game also, which I thought was pretty good. Um, but it was, uh, I just, I just really couldn't get into it. It was, I, I don't know. It's, it just didn't have that it factor. I'm sure there's a lot of people that absolutely love it. It's, it's just not our thing. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but I guess we'll start talking about the games that have been our thing lately. Okay. Um, I have been obsessed with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. You have? Yes, I have been playing for hours, and I do all of the little side quests. Um, I'm already almost at max level. I'm like 
at level 48, I think, mm -hmm. um, in terms of strength, and the max is 50, and I'm only about 60% through the main story. It's because I do all of the little side quests. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, uh, honestly, a lot of the reasons why I do the side quests is so that I can get her laid. I play as, um, is it Alexandra? Yeah. Yes. God, I can't believe I forgot her name. But, uh, no, 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 it's Cassandra. Oh, yeah, Cassandra. Cassandra, yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm I don't even I... know because you play that more than Yeah, I yeah, I was like, why does that sound wrong? Uh, oh, you know what? It's, I got it confused with her brother. Her brother is Alexios. Mm. And so I put Alexios with Cassandra and I got Alexandra. But uh, Cassandra, I play as her. And it's, it's a lot of fun. And the story is really good. And I just love sneaking around. And I've played pretty much every Assassin's Creed game. But this is the first one that I'm like hardcore hooked mm -hmm. on. And I just like go to every little outpost. Basically, I have completed missions inadvertently just because I go through the countryside killing whoever I find. Mm -hmm. And so... <laughs> I get these little notifications saying that throughout the trap of like throughout my travels, I have completed a quest. And so that's a nice way to get XP and, uh, and some drachmi. Well, by the time you finally finish this game, the next one will probably be out. So yeah, uh, some people, um, I know on imager people are making a case for, um, other civilizations that they want shown. People have been asking for Japan forever. And people uh, are saying, um, Babylon, ancient Babylon, mm. which was a very formidable um, empire. And some people were talking about um, the Khmer. I don't, is it pronounced Khmer or Khmer? Because my mom has heard it pronounced several ways because she has, because she deals with English mm -hmm. as a second language mm -hmm. and there's a lot of Southeast Asians. And so I, I used know. to say Khmer. Some people say Khmer. Some people say Khmer. And so I, I'm not sure exactly which one is which, but basically taking place in ancient Cambodia, mm. you know, before you have, um, you know, the French colonialism. Mm -hmm. So, which I think would be kind of cool. There'd be a lot of nice temples to go through. But since um, the franchise tries to keep it as historically accurate as possible, mm -hmm. you need to make sure that they pick a civilization that they can get enough Mm -hmm. of that information from so i don't know exactly how much or how how much information or how many records survive from that age but mm. it would be definitely something really interesting very unique what it, do you think the, the timeline <laughs> is like all over the place though like i don't know like i think the games are still really good but it's as far from assassin's creed as it could possibly be like well, it, it's not really about assassins yeah anymore. this one like odyssey is not about the League of Assassins or the Templars. Yeah. Maybe that's why I like it because it's more of a straightforward game. I don't know. Maybe. Because you're just playing as a mercenary and there's a cult that you have to go after, but um, it takes place a few hundred years before Assassin's Creed Origins, which is where mm -hmm. you get the formation of the Assassins. Yeah. So I think it takes place, what, around 400 BC or something like that? And you have Assassin's Creed Origins, which takes place during the reign of Cleopatra, which is what, 50-something AD or something like that? I don't know. You're, you're, the dates. <laughs> those are really rough, but I think I'm within about 100 years. But there's a few hundred years that separates them. So um, another game that 
we have picked up lately is the My Hero Academia game, which mm-hmm. is basically just a straight up fighter game. So what do you think about? What are your thoughts? I think it's fun, like especially if you like the anime. Yeah, it's, it's it's something I would recommend only if you like the anime or the manga. Like if you like a if you're a real fighting game or fighting genre type of fan, you may not play it for that aspect because they simplify a lot of the Yeah, things. yeah. But it's a lot of fun if you're just playing it for kind of reliving the story. I think it's a very kid-friendly fighting game too. Yeah. So, but it is it is really good if you like um the the show and the manga and the only thing is is i find the gosh the interface kind of clunky Mm -hmm. that's kind of weird to it's kind of hard to personalize the characters and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and um but other than that i mean i haven't really devoted that much time to playing on it and i'm really surprised by that because i'm obsessed with the show Mm -hmm. so i really need to spend more time playing i found um, the surprise hardcore fighter in that lineup is probably Jiro headphone jack for those of oh, you who right girl. now, she has incredibly strong attacks and most people are just going to fight with the heavy hitters like mm-hmm. Deku, Todoroki, Bakugo, the people who are just so OP mm-hmm. that you don't have to have any skill to beat someone, but Jiro, she's someone that you don't expect to have tremendous power mm-hmm. based off of the show um but she she has some really primo attacks in the game of course i know and i'm sorry for people who love uraraka and who think she's, she's best waifu uh, waifu excuse me not waifu 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 but um she is the worst fighter like bar none but it makes sense because her power is kind of ridiculous it's she pretty just lame she just makes things float and so She's completely useless against any sort of ranged attack. Mm-hmm. And so she'd be just like a melee brawler, which, like, say you pair her with Yao Momo, with Yao Yorozu, mm-hmm. um, you would think that that's a good matchup, but Yao Yorozu is going to kick her ass because mm-hmm. all, she, she forms that fighting rod, mm-hmm. and so already she can keep Uraraka away from her. Mm. So, I mean, it's just, ugh, I don't even bother. Tokoyami is fun to play with when he pulls out Dark oh, Shadow. Birdman. Birdman. I love him. I love him. I think he's so cool. He uh he appeals to that inner inner goth kid who wants to spend all their money at Hot Topic. That's inside of me. So <laughs> I know you have that inner emo kid in you based yeah. off of your old playlists. Yeah, yeah, I know. Anyways, moving on. The game that we just, well, that we've been playing and we just paused it just now so we can do this podcast is, is it an older game? Yeah, it came out probably in 2015 or 16, Mm -hmm. but it's basically if you ever played Gauntlet Legends at the arcade where it's basically like a quarter eater (laughs) and the idea is you play as like one of four classes and you're just fighting through levels. And every time you die, you basically put in more quarters. Yeah. But it's a lot of fun. And they basically remade that into a PC slash console version a while back. Mm-hmm. And we're playing through it. 
and it's just kind of like really nostalgic because I remember going to the arcade and playing it with my friends when I was growing up. Aww, I think it's I like it because it's kind of like Diablo Light. Yeah. There's a certain I like that style of game that's similar to Diablo and what was that other one that we were playing Hearthstone? No, no, no. Yeah. Hearthstone is the card game. We're uh, Torchlight. That's it. Torchlight. Yeah. I loved Torchlight. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so it's to me the mechanics is very similar, and so I like it a lot. And um, right now we're just stuck on that last dungeon, man. We were we've been hammering it away at it for at least an hour, <laughs> and then we're like, you know, we it's need like to do disproportionately the hard compared to the rest, the of, rest the of the levels. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the rest of the levels, you know, you you die and shit happens, and you have to try them again and stuff. Mm-hmm. But this is like next level. Mm-hmm. It is next level hard. But, so, tell us, are there any games that you're looking forward to? Well, yes. In fact, <laughs> Division 2 comes out this coming week. I know you're super and, excited. And I know a lot of people say, oh, it's just like Division 1, but I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, because Division 1 was amazing. Um, the only thing that kept us from playing it further, I think, is because real life just caught up to us. Yeah. And a yeah. lot of the higher end raids and stuff like that require a lot of time and effort. Yeah, and you play with your friends online. Like yeah. I don't play it, I just watch you guys. And so you play it with your friends. And so it's a great game, like if you want to keep in touch with people yeah. and, and just have a game session together. But a little bird told me that you've already set up a gaming session with the new game yeah. with your friends. Yeah. Already that you already have it on your calendar. Of course. <laughs> Um, well, like, this new one takes place in D.C., and there was actually a scandal a while back mm-hmm. with the email they sent out during the government shutdown. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what exactly said in the email, but they recalled it because they were, like, making fun of the fact that the government was shut down, and that's, like, basically... It's like a rundown DC in the oh. game. And people were so upset and they had to take it away. But that was like honestly like one of the best campaigns I've seen. Yeah. People get so sensitive. People are so touchy. <laughs> and I was joking with my friend. I was like, isn't this what DC looks like now? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a mess right now in DC. It's, yeah, I yeah. Mean, I mean, the White House is there, sure. And, you know, a lot of the seat of the government is in DC, but... The reality is most of DC is pretty run down. Yeah, it's pretty rough. I think yeah. um, supposedly they're going to bring up another uh, attempt to make DC an actual state. They're going to vote on it again in DC proper, whether mm-hmm. they're going to try to pursue statehood. Um, I just saw it randomly, I think last week. Well, um, I mean, that's one of the main complaints that most people there have, right? It's taxation without, without representation. Represent- yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think, yeah, their their members are only allowed to observe. They're not allowed to, like, vote on anything yeah. or anything. So, okay, oh, sorry. We're kind of, like, Anyways. taking a tangent into politics. So we apologize if you guys fell asleep during that, like, little two-minute episode. But um, as for me, I don't know which games I'm looking forward to. Pokemon. Maybe Pokemon. Yeah. I have trouble finishing Pokemon games, though. I don't. I don't know. I think I'm defective. But um, well, I think it'd be more fun like when we play it together. Okay, okay. I get lost on Pokemon games because I have a 3DS and a DSi. Like mm-hmm. I have some old handhelds, and I always get lost on the Pokemon games. I get lost. 
on those and I get lost on the old Zelda games because I just have the worst sense of direction you can imagine. And so I tend to play, I don't know, I tend to play more, um, I don't know, like more role-playing games. Well, not really role-playing well, games, like action fair, games. Well, to be fair, the earlier ones, it is harder to get around. Mm-hmm. Um, but the newer ones are a little bit more like straightforward as far as like where you go and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And I um, I still need to finish Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. So I think we're getting pretty close on finishing It's that. probably our next game on the list to finish yeah yeah probably but other than that i'm not i think there was a fighting game that i wanted to get was there another mortal kombat coming out yeah i think 11 yeah and i always love mortal kombat that was like a memory that i have um my parents we went to costco Mm -hmm. and me and my brother were both little and they would get us those you know those handheld games that just have one game Mm -hmm. and so i forgot what my brother got and then I got Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so I'm really surprised my parents let me have Mortal Kombat. Yeah, considering how, like, anti-violence they are. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool. But anyways, I guess we will wrap this up. Thank you for joining us again. Sorry for Thank our you. long hiatus. And hopefully we'll be able to make these more regularly now that we have our equipment out and a nice little place to do it. Yep. So... Have a wonderful March. And if we don't make another podcast before Easter, have a great Easter, spring break, whatever you're planning on doing. Mm -hmm. And we will talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye.